Ready? Uh-huh. Sweat Equity Podcast and Streaming Show, the number one business comedy podcast. Comedy business podcast in the world? I can't, I can't be a crutch for you with my sound. Oh. Pause. I see you reaching for something. That's why I know. I'm, I'm messing to, with you. See, I don't want to over Don't be watching me. Huh? We're going to start getting uh, better, guys. Mm, we're better. We're getting better. We got Max Trailer coming on to fulfill his residency duties as a guest on the show. Yeah, duties. MaxTrailer.com. If you're a consultant that needs some life-changing help, you might want to hit him up. Uh, good interview with him. Psychology, you know, it's what business is all about. Uh, we're 2020's best small, medium enterprise business what? advisory podcast in the United States. We're 2021's best podcast and streaming entertainment studio in Eastern United States Media Awards 2021 what? What? Corporate Vision Magazine. We look, guys. We've won a lot of awards. We're pretty fucking good. So many awards. So many awards that are real, a hundred percent real. And not a trophy scale. Our gowns are real. Our gowns are real. Our white suits are pressed for new pictures. Ooh, Coming soon. Yeah. Listen to us on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. On Spotify, you actually have to listen to us before you can give a review. Did you know that? So no. you just want to play it on mute. Fine by us. But do it. Give or us a else. Five, give a five-star review that after that. Uh, this episode sponsored by... Your gut biome partner, Viome. Uh, get 70% off Viome's gut, Give inte- me money. gut intelligence test and supplements with the link in this podcast. It'll hook you up with health insights, personal food recommendations, and precision supplements formulated just for you. Yeah. Hey, find out what your flora and fauna of your gut's all about. Get this gut intelligence test by Viome, your gut biome test. Let's do this. Hard D. What about my sweat equity? Sweat equity. Places, places, everyone. The stars arrived. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> just sat in fucking traffic for an hour. I know. I heard. I heard it was a fifteen-minute drive that took you forty-five minutes. Uh, yeah. Uh, Talked so much shit about you while you were gone. That's fine. That's that. I. If you didn't, I'd be mad. I know. Well, we were discussing the minor heart attack you had. Allegedly. Yeah, I was talking about how you died on the podcast yesterday. Uh, I may have stroked out. It's worth listening to the last stroked episode. Out. Um, I'm sad I had the camera on the guest. It was like, I, I've had it happen a couple times. It definitely had too much. You know what was the other part? A little too much sun, huh? Uh, well, I took vi- my, my vitamins without eating and then was only chewing on uh, nicotine gum. And That's I think I overloaded on that. Maybe where it was at. And then my body... Yeah, I was gonna say I don't think vitamin D does that to people. Well, I don't think the vitamins play a huge role. Vitamin D is my stripper name, but uh, yeah, <laughs> shaped like a little pill. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, so a little Take capsule. Take your vitamins, <laughs> right? Take your vitamins. <laughs> Take your vitamins, ladies. You get enough D. All right, <laughs> drop your linen. Um, what's it called? Uh, Max, this is how we start with you, as always, with uh, some non. Secretor shit. Uh, do you we want... started a long time ago, Law. Oh, this has been yeah. running? 
<laughs> you'll know. You'll have to listen and find out. I don't care. Look, you guys can obviously I, not. Do you obviously can gossip you like care. the girls at, at brunch. There's one late. They all talk shit about her before she gets there, and then she gets there. And like, shh, shh, shh. Everybody thinks you're fat too. What? I've been working on that. Um, Max, I don't have your plugs in front of me. Otherwise, I'd, I'd say I'm out. Is it maxtrailer.com? Did you get that? Is that where people find you? Yeah. Okay. Just making sure. We're I, back to that. This is like my fourth time here. Oh, I know. But you're assuming all listeners listen to every episode. Or, or that or, we oh, have we're memories. we're recording. Oh, yes. Hold oh, yeah. We're still recording. Maxtrailer.com. Oh, we've been recording for two minutes. Um, <laughs> uh, but I didn't What do want- we do with the other 60 seconds? No. Well, you know, uh, apologize and say you're so hot. Are we talking about premature ejaculation? I just got a haircut today. You're looking I'm good. Actually, I'm feeling pretty. Um, yeah, you look like you run faster now and jump higher. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and wouldn't you know it? I'm starting to sell stuff. Like I'm. I think people profile folks on these video calls. Oh, you know. for sure. Since you got the haircut. Oh my God. Saying. Yeah. Like I'm killing it today. I just slayed it. Like nothing was going on. And then, yeah. you know, when I have like screwed up hair, people are like, who's this kid? What? I'm not giving this kid 50 grand. Mm-hmm. looks like a hipster. looks well, like lost. Yeah, we're not, we're not in, well, let, let's, <laughs> we're, we're, we're not in sales. Let's do a little audit. Everybody's in sales. Everybody's a salesman. I know, but not directly. Yeah, but you're, you're always selling an idea. You're selling you right. know, work to someone. I would manager. argue our haircuts sell what we need to sell. <laughs> um, you know, not lots of vitamin D. And, well, let's look at vitamin his. E! Is this your setup for your sales calls? Because I was going to say, uh, yeah. I almost nutted when I saw that um, that <gasps> oh. bar. That's a globe that I was just talking to. What, we were talking about this two months ago. Yeah. A lot more it's than a, that. But the bar is in the globe, Lieutenant. I, can you close? Can you do the? Can you close it for us? Well, I can't. Not like, with this much shit. Tall? It, but yeah, you can close it. It closes. Yeah, capacity issues. It's currently stocked. It's reached capacity. <laughs> yeah, and you can't get two it, tall bottles because it'll. Yeah, it'll it's meant up. to remain open. How deep does that go? I mean, I mean, you know, like what's the volume? All right, I mean, if you sit, I can. Down. I can pull this from the center. Watch. Okay. All right. He is pulling a bottle from it. the middle. Looks okay. like a big yeah, fat tequila bottle. my head. So yeah, okay. Well, that's a big world. And it just disappears into the center. So you got a you got a girthy globe. Yeah, there's a lot of girth. Oh, and then you got the girthy globes. Then you got your clubs in the back. So it's like I play golf, but right, they're epic. I think those are good. I don't know. Um, I, I mean, this sums up most of my uh, life. And then a painting that could Time-wise. either be really expensive or really not expensive. I can't tell. That's insulting. Well, that some arts like that, and I don't have the Most eye. You, you've is... got the eye for that. I you do know. it. This? Yeah. Oh, my wife did that. It's great. I, it's so high. I asked her for like a side profile, and she gave me this. Uh, a river? That's what I see. Right. Hmm. <laughs> She's That's laying what it's all about. Face I don't know what it is. On a towel, maybe? <laughs> yeah. Is it smothering you? Is that what she wants? Face, face down, face down in a towel. That's what it's called. <laughs> there you go. Well, that's now perfect. on. <laughs> Send this episode oh, to your babe. wife. This I wish I great. didn't have Thanks, amnesia babe. five minutes after every episode, or I'd make a plaque that said whatever I just said. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, so sales. What are you selling with your high noon? What what are selling services? Selling 
don't look at me like like that. Remember, this is for have the we, listeners. Have we, sta- have we started? <clears throat> we started five minutes ago, man. This is this is what the show is. Okay, no, no. Ask the question again. Ask it again. What I'm are, now. What are you selling? Like right now? You the thing? Who, am I drunk? I'm sober. I'm stone sober. Are you guys where, wasted? <laughs> where are we right now? Max wants his time back. Uh, well, you were talking. You were just humble bragging about selling stuff. Yeah, what'd you sell? What are you selling? Oh, oh, I see. Like, because I got my hair cut. Yeah, uh, right, well, right. Um, yeah, so uh, so this year I launched, you know, this cohort of independent consultants uh, because I want to help more independent consultants because these companies that I work with, it's kind of, it doesn't excite me anymore. Like making them more money, they never call me and they're like, hey, I now work three days a week. Never gotten a call like that working for a company. If anything, they get more responsibility. Well, yeah. Go go ahead. I mean, well, that's kind (laughs) of this. You're supposed to do. That's what they think. I paid you your money. Yeah, yeah. So I, so I've got you know I, I'm kind of addicted to these uh, these people that actually change their lives. They're like, I'm gonna I'm gonna double my prices, and you know what that means? I I only have to work half the time. Mm-hmm. And that's some really cool stuff. So I, I, uh, so I've been talking to a lot more independent consultants about this cohort that I'm running. It's a 90 day challenge, and uh, they pay me 10 grand, and they uh, like double their prices and work half the time and change their lives. It's pretty cool. So you, um, you're kind of as we're we've had you on the show. It seems like you keep stepping back, backing out from having to talk to any of the companies. Like a slow recession to. Now you have more people that were like you, you know, in that position, and you're trying to help impart that knowledge. Is that fair? Well, um, yeah, uh, but also, you know, the companies, I, the, the agencies, and the consultancies I work with, um, I've just ri- I've just raised my prices consistently, mm-hmm. and I get more selective. Which raising your prices forces you to get more selective because you know. People, people, it's more considered purchase. So uh, it's, it's like a, you know, it's like 50 grand now for a company to be like, I want you to help me productize this thing. And so now I only have to work with two of those clients at a time. Uh, and, and that part of my business has been really, you know, consistent. So I'll be working with one or two uh, larger organizations at any given time. But I think it's more like, where is my, where am I building new stuff? Like, where's my creativity going? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not, it's not really towards the big organizations. My creativity right now is in this big migration of corporate people to doing their own thing. And, uh, you know, for years I've helped them like with the tactical stuff, like, here's what, here's what your offering should look like. Let me help you with a business plan. Uh, but what I've doubled down on now is like the, the psychological side Mm -hmm. because it's the, it's like burnout and imposter syndrome and being a perfectionist and trying to do everything yourself. Those are all psychological baggage that we have. And, uh, if you can't figure that out, a, it's not going to be fun. Even if, even if you, you know, do make the money you want to make, um, but but more so, it, it kind of just holds you back from making logical decisions. So uh, so I actually built with a I partnered with a PhD in psychology and predictive analytics, and we built an app 
that will tell you like law you're a perfectionist mm-hmm. and so oh, we if love you do this thing <laughs> then you know you're going to be more satisfied you're going to be more creative and then uh it's an artificial intelligence engine so it'll actually track what happens so that we can predict when burnout is coming for you when you're going to have a heart attack in the middle of a podcast like i'll be able to tell you like hey law tomorrow's the day bud so Mm. Okay, Better how do we get this app? Vitamin D. Yeah, we, we want we will we be want beta test, beta alpha alpha beta test. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys are in the you guys are in the the uh, because group D. We <laughs> uh, absolutely nerd out on some yeah. personality. I mean, we'll, consider ourselves kind of experts. Well, well <laughs> we do love uh, the psychology behind you know uh, a lot of hiring, a lot of uh, placement, and like just the overall. I, uh, How about the one the other day, the LinkedIn one that you showed me? He he found I don't even remember what it was. I guess it was oh. a, a Chrome extension or something, and it you just plug it into their LinkedIn profile and it'll spit back like it's more for sales, I guess. Like you know, oh, it's definitely shortcut. for sales. Um, but uh, it was, I mean, it's for ac- what it had, it was pretty accurate. It's called Crystal. It's a, Chrome, a Google Chrome extension, uh, and then. I think the the caveat is the person needs to be somewhat active on LinkedIn, like right. not just sharing. They got to actually write stuff in a post. I think for it to kind of aggregate. Right. I don't do that. Uh, uh, every no, no, not maybe really. not. I don't know. Um, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Well, you at least post. Some people, a lot of LinkedIn accounts are like resume accounts, right. or they're just uh, update it once a year and then kind of just leave it be. Um, this had a breakdown of kind of like, uh, I thought it was pretty accurate. No, I mean, surprisingly, I mean, considering I don't really write a lot of my own thoughts down. Are you talking about the thing that like tells you how to talk to people? Yes. Yeah. Where it's like, you need to be aggressive with this person or like, you need to. It does a little bit more than that, but that's part of it. Yeah. Uh, if you open the. It was rudimentary, uh, you know, psychologically, uh, evaluating people, but. It was basically like mine was like, I have Asperger's, just get to the point if you're going to ask me something or something like that. And I was like, yeah, well, yeah, that's kind of, I'll talk to people who are, are hitting me up, but it's like, what, what do you, what is it? Just let's get to it kind of thing. So I, yeah, in yeah, that yeah. way, and I then like it, that. it yeah. also said, try to have a joke in there because I, I will put some, you know, comedy related stuff on my, uh, on my post on LinkedIn uh, this show or stand up wise. Uh, yeah, I just show up half in the bag, you know, and, and they figure it out, I guess. Yeah. So <laughs> where are you with this app? Uh, and are, are you minority report that like, is this going to solve crimes before they happen? Uh, no, that's a great idea. Uh, maybe <laughs> it's our crime. Maybe the, the crime of self doubt. Uh, well, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> uh, where am I with it? We, we've been building it for like five months now. Um, it should launch. You should get a little beta tickler. Uh, I'm told at the I end like of the that. month, I think that's horseshit. I think it's going to be longer than that. But um, we've built a pretty interesting you know, data set. We, we surveyed uh, about 120 independent consultants to build some of these theories. Like you need theories before you build a predictive show me theories. You know, intelligent thing. So uh like we we learned things like um uh 
being a workaholic is self-inflicted. And so it's part of your identity. You, you associate your value with how hard you're working. And what I learned is that uh, if you take a workaholic and you try to tell them that that is a, a bad thing, like you need to work less hard and you'll benefit from it. Change your mindset. If you try to change the mindset of someone that's self-inflicted, bad things happen. It actually gets worse. Right. Your burnout gets worse. Your creative energy goes down. Your job satisfaction goes down if you try and change their mindset. If you, if you give them uh, uh, boundaries, however, if you say, look, you can be a workaholic all you want. Congratulations. Do that shit between eight and five and then cut yourself off. That's where the boost in creative energy job satisfaction comes from. So I guess I'm learning that uh, there's different psychological profiles that you need to treat differently when it comes to new behaviors and new mindsets. Um, it's no wonder I drive a bunch of people to emotional breakdowns while I'm working with them. So <laughs> cheers to that. Well, That's I assume you're, you're kind of a business therapist of sorts. When you're consulting, sometimes I, I know when you get in that role, and you are talking to people, you might be the only outside party they can talk to about what's going on because no one else really gets, especially if it's you're talking to kind of entrepreneurs, it's one of those things where no one really understands that plight. Even if you have your, if your partner right next to you in life as your business partner, you're still delegating out and you know there's usually not a lot of time to kind of think about this that kind of stuff. Uh, I'm interested that you, so you have the diagnosis part uh, with this app and I have questions on that, but the changing behavior part, that's, that's the harder thing, right? Like you're just saying, how, how does, how, how are you going to go about that? you inception them to make them think it's their idea? Yeah. Yeah. Like Elliot Page. Make them pay for the advice. They usually follow directions if they pay for it. Oh, okay. so so goes back to if I tell you to, if I tell you to plan on Mondays, law, mm-hmm. you're gonna go, eh, not really a planner. But if you pay me a hundred thousand dollars to change your life, and I first thing I tell you is to plan during Mondays, you're more likely to take my advice. So. I don't know how to answer that. There's, there's little, there's little behavior changes. I I think it, it needs to be small things and they need to happen one at a time. And that's, that's how I think we're going to approach it is, you know, for a workaholic, there's 10 things that we've found to improve creative energy, reduce burnout, increase your life satisfaction, but do one of them, you know, pick one thing. Let's hold you accountable for 10 minutes on Monday, plan out your week. Mm -hmm. Uh, Make sure that the next time, you know, a, a client comes along and, wants you to do something that, you know, you don't have a packaged offering for say no. Um, the next time you're, you know, you, you sacrifice your weekend to work, say no to that. So little, little incremental things. Uh, I love the packaged offering part. I yeah, love like that. We, no scope creep. Yeah. That's where yes. that comes in. That's where the, want no the next creep. thing you know, you're doing everything. You're running their entire business. Yeah. yeah scrambling to the guy that don't get no love. Yeah, from me. exactly. Yeah. Yeah, chasing basically don't, don't chasing, go chasing waterfalls. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yes, that two thousand nineteen ninety five. Getting rusty, old man. Um, the daily double. It's the daily double. Uh, um, yeah. So, 
That's interesting. I definitely was a person that would do that where I go, okay, I'm going to fucking revamp this shit for myself. And I would try to do too many things at once habit wise. And then they, it would fall apart. Um, so I, I agree with that approach is, you know, baby steps to the car, baby steps to the sidewalk. Hmm. Dr. Leo I guess um, business wise, have it down on paper. Let's all be on the same page is what we're doing here. Yeah. It's that simple. Yeah. Well, I guess it, I guess, you know, you shouldn't try something new until the thing that you're trying, um, has become habit. Like I've, I've been planning. I've, Monday has been my planning day for years. Uh, but for a period of time, maybe a year, um, it was really hard to just block off all of Monday and tell clients like, I'm not talking to you. Uh, because Monday is my planning. I use entire, the entire day of Monday to plan my week, which usually turns into playing golf or like doing shit I want to do, but I get my plan done. Uh, and so I guess like before you try and go do something else, some new behavior, make sure that thing that you're doing now has really caught on and feels natural. Yeah. Cause they're paying you to do it. If you're charging somebody to do something and you're like, uh, yeah, I'll figure it out. <laughs> it might not be awesome. Whatever that. Yeah. Might well be. that's, that, that's really linked to, uh, um, so, so something like imposter syndrome is not self-inflicted. Uh, you don't, you don't inflict upon yourself that you're not worth it. Uh, you, you get that from your surroundings. You get that from someone telling you that you're a piece of shit, or you get that from telling, from saying, Hey, it's 50 grand. And them telling you, Max, I think you're worth 20. Um, it's not me saying I'm not worth it. It's, it's self-inflicted. So in those cases, um, in those cases, you, you, you do need some mindset work. You do need to work on like, Hey, we need to, we need to load you up with all the success stories. Keep it in a journal. Keep it. I keep, I keep mine in a desk. I, I print out the great emails people send me and I put them in my desk because, you know, our mind is going to keep the negative stuff at the top and that's the stuff that's going to tell us we're not worth it. Mm. And so we need, you know, we need a mindset change, but so, you know, those are, uh, uh, anyway, but well, I mean, one of the other but, market forces that contributes to, uh, that contributes to that is when clients pull you in different directions. They say, I want to pay you for this thing over here. And you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. That'd be great. Cause we're afraid and hungry. So we take that deal. And now we have to spend all this time trying to learn something yeah. that we're probably decent at, but not great at. So it's these market forces, these external things that pull us into like, I'm like actually paranoid that I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> There's probably some truth to that. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, there, well, wouldn't you say part of that imposter syndrome is lack of self awareness of sorts? Like what are your, where are you uh, with your skills? Um, or where? I don't, I mean, I don't think so. I, I, um, and all of these things everybody has. It's not like it's not like you don't have imposter syndrome. Yeah, it's a you percentage. Don't overwork. You don't, right. It's just like where are you on the spectrum? Um, but uh, like I get I get my imposter syndrome from getting no's. Like I do a lot of sales activity and I alternate weeks. So I do a sales week. Like today I did five sales calls, new people, and mathematically uh, a lot of those aren't going to work out. And even though I'm confident, even though I've been doing this for seven years, I've got, you know, all the, all the positive reinforcement in the world. 
in that day, in that time, two calls just don't. And I'm like, what, am I even doing the right thing? Um, so, you know, it, can it's, I, th- can it's I throw something tough. back at you with that example that you told, you kind of told us via your book is kind of track your results, measure, measure what's going on. And yeah. so you can, now you have seven years of data going, all right, if I do five calls, probably one of these is legit, you know, or whatever that hit rate is. Um, and now you have the data to kind of look at it in a similar respect. You're talking about Mondays becoming your planning day when you're changing behaviors, right? You're adding, I need to add this good behavior in to set me up. When, when you first initially do it, I have to remind myself if I'm doing something like that, that this will get easier the more I do it. So the first Monday yeah. probably took all day, right? And then the next Monday, a little bit less, a little bit less, and then you got a process, right? Uh, so you ha- over time, you figure out that process kind of by doing. And the same respect where you you uh, can counter that that kind of, I call it kind of like a, it's anxiety in the sky kind of thing where it's just kind of floating around where you're doing all those calls. At the end of the day, you go, what am I really doing this? But now you have enough track record to look at it and go, okay, this guy's not going to fall down, right? Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, you need to reflect. Like even if, even if it is going poorly, my emotional state when I know exactly what's going on, I know why it happened, uh, I know the numbers, even if the numbers are all zero, if I do 10 calls, none of them work out well, they're all a complete disaster. If I know why, I'm very confident because I can do something about that. On the, on the flip side, if I do 10 calls and eight go extremely well, I'm still dog tired at the end of it. And I'm like, what? I'm, I'm like, I'm freaking lost. I, I may be excited, but the next day I'm going to be burnt out. I'm going to be unaware of where I'm at for my goal. So I think your performance is irrelevant if you don't take time to reflect. And that's what Monday is for me. It's, you know, how many, how many calls did I have? What went well? What didn't go well? Where am I according to my plan? And yeah, I have years of data that says, you know, about where I should be, but even when I'm behind, it doesn't make me more paranoid or feel like I'm not worth it. I don't get the imposter syndrome from that. I get the imposter syndrome from simply not being aware of where I am. Do you have to figure out that self-awareness part of you where you like, I, I know you said you have it on Monday, but it sounds like you do it a little bit at the end of the day as well to go like, a, I, I think, I think changing behaviors a lot of the time or creating solutions creatively, uh, you know, it, it comes at a frustration point of going, I don't want to be in this where I'm at right now. Well, how about the printing out of the nice emails? That's something that Law and I talk about all the time. If you're working, doing digital stuff, you don't really like produce anything tangible at the end of the day. Yeah. You know, you're kind of just moving your hand around most of the day clicking. Yeah. And Re- nobody like reality. touches you on the shoulder like, hey, you changed my life, by the way. Right. Uh, and you don't see, you don't like see it. Yeah, in there's eyes. no, you don't physical... get that after you don't. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's why I like to resell in the reporting. <laughs> Look how fucking awesome I'm doing for you. <laughs> yeah, like, but we're fucking kicking ass. That's why I'm making to these show up at their door. With charts. Yeah, but you still don't have a physical thing of it. That's why I want those. Shake you, take my a, hand. you take a picture and then you print it out and you put it on your desk. You have a whole desk. 
full of I, all the fucking. In a fuck weird you, look how good I did. I, I, well, in our old office, I used to hang up all the thank oh, you cards. That's what all those middle finger pictures. <laughs> I used to. But have, like the, that, have the, that the as thing an is, like I get, I, I get a life changing email from somebody, a, a client. We, uh, my business partner, interviews our clients at different times because now I, I've learned that that gives me confidence. So now I manufacture confidence by having my business partner periodically uh, interviewing old clients and new clients. And just like reporting the good stuff to me. There you and, go. Uh, the this good, one guy was good like, feedback one loop. guy was like, yeah, what was that? The good feedback loop. Yeah, just I just want the good stuff. I yeah. Don't want the, I don't yeah. Want the shitty stuff. Don't don't tell me about that. But he was like, yeah, I went from charging two grand to twenty five grand a month, and I complained the whole time, and you changed my life, and uh, you know, thank you for that. Now I forgot about that within twenty four hours. <laughs> like, I didn't, I didn't like celebrate more than i usually do like nothing nothing really changed i was like oh yeah cool good now on the other hand i got i got this client that loves me um but something happened and i started to get paranoid i'm like oh maybe maybe he's gonna cancel like i don't think he appreciates it turns out it was fine but just the just the possibility of someone having a negative experience with me kept me up for days there was like a three-day time period before but like when I got the email that got me paranoid to when I actually spoke to him. So why is it that we let just the idea of something negative uh, impact us so much and life-changing positive things go by like that. And we, we pay no attention to it. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but the point is to Does be your app. No. <laughs> well, I think, I think what, uh, what we're finding is that um, I am a certain psychological profile that is driven by the feedback that i get uh maybe part of that's being an only child um but i am driven by the positive or negative feedback it sets my motivation it sets my tone generally it's positive so i'm a fucking race car um but i can crash into a wall if one person's like you know what i don't like you (laughs) and that's a certain type of psychological profile so the point is to understand what sort of mindset tricks behavior changes are most effective for particular profiles and likewise what type of advice to stay away from because it could work for other people it could work for other people but for you it's actually going to make things worse and that's where i look back on my you know career in helping people and i can see those times when i was trying to change a workaholics mindset and it had a negative you know, had a negative effect because they're actually doing something that I perceive as good for them. Hey, you, you didn't work this weekend, you know, and it actually makes them more paranoid, more dissatisfied in themselves. Uh, so it, you know, everyone's different. And I guess that's the, that's the point and learning about those differences is something cool that, that I've gotten into this year. Love it. Yeah. It's, um, it's really I totally get it when when you said as an example someone doesn't like you do you take it personal do you take it professional or both definitely yeah. personal. no there is no there is no personal yeah, professional barrier with me like I'm, it's not, I'm seeing if there's a compartmentalization of this like no it's uh, all personal yeah okay. like i consider everyone a friend uh and i am uh i consider it a personal failure when people don't see the value um, so yeah, I mean, that's a, and I think that's, that's part of the psychological profile of the imposter. Hmm. Hmm. 
What? Because uh, we wouldn't we wouldn't be doing what we're doing if we don't have like starting with the assumption that we all have a career's worth of experience. We have tremendous value to provide. That's the assumption. You're not in the study if you're not providing tremendous value to people. You wouldn't make it as an independent consultant. Mm-hmm. Um, so why is it that we don't feel worth it when our customers deem you worthy and pay you? People can't take the study if they're on the street starving. So someone found you worthy. Why do you not agree with them? That's the, you know, that's the question. On the flip side of that, do you have the Dunning-Kruger in there? Where the, I mean, you're a bit younger than us. It's the opposite. Of, yeah, I don't know what that means. It's the opposite of imposter you syndrome. Love to talk about Dunning Kruger. Well, I just I, I like that there's a yin to yang on the imposter syndrome. Um, the Dunning Kruger is like you think you're an expert on something where you don't, you, you're not actually one, right? Um, you, you watch like yeah. a YouTube video and you're like, I know everything about Google Ads, you know, uh, but you don't really, you don't, you just can fake it maybe through a conversation probably and talk your way. But there's, I feel like the generation behind us has a lot of more of this going on where, I don't know, it might be an ego thing. could be an age thing, honestly. Well, I've never come across you know, I, I think Really? <laughs> I mean, first of all, I don't know how long you're going to last if you don't know what you're talking about, which is part of like the, hey, in order to play this game uh, and just exist, like you kind of got to know what you're doing. Now, sure, some people slip through the cracks, but the actual thing that, that we look at is the jack-of-all-trades profile. The jack-of-all-trades profile is the people that say, I need to get into everything. Yeah. You know, uh, they do everything in their business, everything, uh, everything that could be done for their clients, they try to learn it. So they spend so much time getting broad, they never go deep. And that's where you get caught a lot of times going, okay, I have 100% of my mental effort but because I'm trying to be an expert in everything, uh, you're really not. You're you're a generalist at best in a lot of these areas. And the client then goes, "All right, we really need this more than everything." And you step up, like like you're you know like you're a knight in shining armor. Really, you're a piece of shit in that category. Yeah. Uh, so. Guy. So like that that happens unintentionally because we're trying to provide value to people. Um, whereas the market has become so complex that like you need to specialize. And for those, for the jack of all trades, and by the way, that's another, that's another like market inflicted thing um, because it's clients pulling you in, in different directions. It's not you saying. Right. Here's know, another anyway. service we need. That's adjacent to the one that we got you. Yeah, for. exactly. Cause clients are telling you they want to pay you for that. Right. So it's not like, it's not your fault that you're like, Oh yeah, sure. Let me, let me take a look at that. And then, and then you get good at it, and then you get good results, and then clients say good thing about you. So in your mind, you're like, I know SEO. Mm-hmm. In reality, are you the best person to help them with that? No. Right. Uh, so no, that, uh, that is something we're looking at. No, that's uh, – and people forget uh, – people proudly say they're a jack of all trades, which they forget it's a master of none is the end of that. Yeah, yeah, I, I – uh, yeah. But you know, you know what I'm talking As about? As you like, know, I am against the – I'm against the jackball trades, do everything for everyone thing. So uh, if anybody can take anything away from this, do nothing for no one ever. Double it. <laughs> double it. The price. Yeah, actually do nothing for anybody and double the price. That's <laughs> <Yeah>. the lesson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
We well, just talk about doing it. Don't well, even don't even. We think started about this it. with some uh, some dick jokes that were very light, and then I felt it was getting too heavy. So uh, plus we have to we have uh, we have to skedaddle. But I I'm uh, very interested. I know Eric is too. Oh, uh, yeah. How this is going to play out, and <laughs> I I assume it. You know, building an app like this is like building a custom home. You know, whatever the date you think it is, like you said, it's probably double gonna take, it. It's going to take a while longer. Um, but it'll be worth it. Uh, I'll be here when it's ready. Uh, I know that. Okay. You seem pretty certain about that. No, I'll be here. No paintball injuries or anything. Cause are you still doing the paintball? I, I officially retired, man. I, I hung up the, I'm, I'm all golf now. Hashtag all golf. Hashtag for all my, all for golf? all my friends and for all my friends in paintball out there. Uh, golf, man, check it out. They're going to do a drive-by on your house. Right. <laughs> We've heard of golf. Get the hose. We live in Florida, remember? Uh, we're kind of yeah. surrounded oh, by... Oh, shit. Hey, we're... Uh, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm going to be in... Um, I'm going to be in Florida uh, March 11th through, like, the 16th in, like, two weeks. What part of Florida? That's this big... Uh, I am going to um, Longboat Key. Okay, that's close to us. It's about an hour, I think. Wow. Some... I, I think it's about an hour away. Uh, near Sarasota. Yeah, Sarasota. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah, we'll have to we'll have to figure out a, a rendezvous. Uh, yeah, the I mean, 19th you'll find hole me on the golf course. Yeah, you already got that planned out. Stream song. I think. I think. I think I have to either start planning it or have it planned. I don't know. Yeah, uh, my goal is to play golf every day. That's doable. Uh, look up stream song. It's a drive, but, uh, it's like phosphate, uh, mines that they made into a four star, ho- like four or five star hotel, uh, resort, but it's the only real undulation, the, the real Hills you'll have in Florida, uh, playing golf, golf course. Is there golf yeah. there? What are you yeah, talking that's, about? It's, okay. a, it's okay. for golf, basically for golfers, uh, nice. huge development. Uh, it, but it's, a, it's probably an hour and a half drive. Um, but it might be huh. worth it. Yeah, I don't know. I, I hear. I hear it's going to be. Uh, it's actually va- vacation for people during that week in Sarasota. So I screwed that up. Uh, if it's snowbird season, man, it's yeah, going to be. So you're going to have spring breakers. Sarasota is vacation. We got everybody like yourself coming from the north. Uh, you know, coming down here. So we welcome Cheers. it. We're the most American state. I say. Um, I grew up in Florida, man. I get it. I grew up in Jupiter. I know. Tough, tough uh, living. <laughs> Yeah, that's oh, why I mean, got the mutt accent. The mean, the mean Sons. streets of Jupiter. Um, the mean streets, <laughs> tough living. Yeah, um, that beach, man, you get sand everywhere. It's tough growing up with that. Your golf cart breaks down on that island. You're fucked. Um, <laughs> that's isn't that where Robert Kraft got a handy? Anyway, um, yeah, it's a PR disaster. Yeah, but I don't. I'm actually on his. I'm on his side. His wife died, and then he was just like, "Hey, someone take care of this." So lost. <laughs> it's all right. Um, Overcraft is on Jupiter. Jupiter Island, Florida. Got it. Yeah. Right. Who, who's having Native. a stroke now? <laughs> no, I got it. Um, I think I got it. <laughs> Max, we love you coming it's your on. Your dog. Yeah. No, I got it. <laughs> got it's it. not cheating if it's your dog. Um, what's it called? Uh, thanks for coming on. It's <laughs> always entertaining and a meandering, winding road of an interview, but. Uh, Are most people this meandering? What, what, like, we what, play, we what played possesses the person. you to have me back so many times? You're an interesting cat. You figured, you kind of figured a lot of shit out early, 
and you're trying to impart that knowledge. I think you get to that wisdom stage where you're at, even though you're young in the game, but you're, you know, it's, I, I'm, I'm interested in people that are willing, that have been successful and are willing to kind of impart that to the audience we have, you know? Well, I hope your listeners uh, don't, don't get sick of me, but, you know, I really enjoy the residency. Thank you. See you next time. Yeah. You're Celine Dion. Yeah. 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 Uh, our hearts will go on. All right. All right Peace. He's done. <laughs>